Honor to talk more about this, uh, we are now joined on the line by the Transport Minister, Dipur Peters. A very good afternoon to you, Minister. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us and uh, compliments of the new season to you as well. And compliments to you too and to the listeners of SNFM. Now, you, we know that the demerit system was... Uh, enacted uh, in April last year. My first question is, has there been an assessment of whether or not this is working? Come again. The demerit system, has there been an assessment of whether or not it would work or it's working? The demerit system is not yet into, uh, was not yet put into practice because there was a delay in Parliament You'd remember Parliament actually even uh, recommended an extension for the public engagement with regard to the ARTO amendment. So we are at that level. It was passed through NETLEC where you have community, business, labor, and um, government participating. But as we speak, of, as of now, it was passed through Kinet. Throughout all these processes, it is now in, in Parliament. So when when are you expected to enact it? We can only, only enact it once uh, it, the piece of legislation has been passed by Parliament and assented to by the President. Mm. So as we speak now, based on the request by Parliament, you'd remember Parliament passed a special uh, resolution in November requesting uh, the committee requesting Parliament to accede to the request that they look at the amendment comprehensively, not only to the amendments that were recommended by the department. And Parliament acceded to that. So that put actually a delay into the implementation of the ARTO. But we believe and wish that a Parliament could speedily deal with this matter because once that system is in place and people know that there are consequences for their actions, they would then start behaving differently. Right now, we've got laws, we've got regulations, we've got everything so but people just don't adhere. And I believe that a very heavy hand and stick over them is the revoking of their licenses. I'm sure you have seen a, a motorist in, in KZN and being fined 40,000 and suspended sentence. We feel that it shouldn't have been suspended. It should have been total, the cancellation of that license. So uh, that means you would agree with some of the criticism that part of the reason the road safety campaigns are not working is that people really don't have much regard for traffic officials and uh, the criticism as well that they themselves, traffic, uh, some traffic officials are behind uh, the corruption that leads reckless and roadworthy drivers to be on the road. Yes, we have also identified that, and I'm sure you would be aware that the National Anti-Corruption Unit has been able to arrest some of our own officials, and including the operations that were held at some of the DLTCs in terms of the issuing of learner licenses and driving licenses. One of the challenges that we have, we are actually saying, with the high rate of corruption in our system, it could be that we have quite a number of drivers who are incompetent because they cannot drive because they bought their licenses. We also have unroadworthy vehicles. We have picked up during operations and roadblocks 
unroadworthy vehicles or vehicles that were stolen quite a number of years back but had valid uh, um, roadworthy certificates, which means that in our system there are those who, who are actually working against us. But we are also going after them. You know that we had a traffic in Daba late in November last year, and we believe that the recommendations and resolutions from that in Daba needs to be put in practice. The other thing that I just want to indicate to you and to the listeners is that over and above the generic system, we believe that uh, working together with justice, harsher penalties, that is why we would want to make sure that speeding and drunk driving, which we actually qualify as, if you are drunk and or speeding, you are equal to a murderer. So you need to be punished severely like all other murderers that are being punished. That's why we want to go for the Schedule 5 a, 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 a punishment as opposed to Schedule 3. Hmm. But, but Minister, how are you going to ensure that that gets put into law, whereas, um, I mean, you've seen uh, the AA uh, a while back saying 18 years later in South Africa is still no closer to implementation of ATA. How are you going to ensure that that happens, that you are able to put that into law? Should you not be looking at the finer salient details of the road safety campaigns you've been running? You know, so I'm happy to indicate that, yes, there was the delay, Yes, there has been engagement in, in our different road safety strategies with other stakeholders about the demerit system. And we are happy to indicate today that the amendment has passed through NETLEC, which was actually one of the areas that there was a delay at. It has gone through the cabinet committee systems. It has gone through cabinet. Now it is in parliament. And we believe that once it is in Parliament, it is also en route to provinces. You remember this is a provincial as well as a national concurrent competency. So it would need, even in Parliament, to go through NCOP as a Section 76. And once it has gone through that, we would then be able to make the necessary uh, 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 progress towards its implementation. So I would want to say there has been delays in the past. There was a pilot that was done in Houghton with Twani and, and, and Johannesburg Metro. And the results from Twani and Johannesburg Metro has actually led us to where we are with the areas in the legislation for the amendment. And we're moving towards uh, the end of the process. What was the I'm findings? Once it is in Parliament, and Parliament has agreed to say that there are other areas of the legislation that they would also want to amend. We should actually give a, a space for that. And I would want to use your, 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 your channel to request South Africans to participate in the public hearings that will be held uh, by Parliament as part of the extension, as well as the NCOP and provinces with regards to this. Because once it is implemented, people will start understanding when we say that the license that you have, it is a permit for you or to, uh, to give you a privilege to drive on the road. It doesn't give you the carte blanche right to do as you wish on the road. One of the things that I would also want to, to raise through you is I have seen that there are people who think that they are innovative. They are producing some uh, 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 energy drinks that they say can help beat the dragger if you are tested for drunken driving. I don't believe that people can really be so reckless 
to want to make sure that they keep South Africans drunk and actually say to you, you can drink as much as you want, but there is something that we can give you that will make it possible for the driver not to pick up that it is alcohol. Minister? I, I wonder if you'll allow me to do this, but I've got a caller who's just called in, Colin in Cape Town, has been listening into our conversation and he really wants to comment. Would you allow me to take his call, please, Minister? Hello? Hi, uh, Minister. I'm saying I've got a Colin on the line in Cape Town who desperately wants to comment on this. Would you allow me to just uh, quickly hear from him and then we can continue with our conversation because it does have to do with what we're talking about. Hi, Colin. Um, uh, this is the Minister. You know, the Minister and the government must realize one thing. They will never, ever, ever stop the carnage on our roads over the festive season because number one they aren't visible during the year now there are so many police visible right around our country over Christmas where are those very sane people why aren't they doing it every single month and prepare these people for what's coming Christmas in other words jailing in January February do what they do over the Christmas holidays right through the year. All right. Thank you so much, Colin. Minister, that has been a criticism, a long-standing criticism that it's, it seems to be event-based, the uh, tightening of the screws of the road safety campaigns. Why is it not a 365-year-long year long project? We've got a campaign as part of the year-end decade of action on road safety. We call it the 365-day road safety uh, program. It is implemented, but remember, we actually increase its uh, visibility around, like it says, around the festive period because of the fact that we know many of the people travel, many of the schools are closed, firms and everybody has taken leave, and that is where quite a number of people travel. We know that during the festive period, more than 24 million people are actually traveling. And that is why you have this heightened visibility around the time. But remember this year, we focused on uh, public education and awareness for the participants, as well as law enforcement. And that is why we had more than 480 operations throughout the country. But also remember, we still have our law enforcement officers operating not uh, as part of the essential services. And that is why we're engaging the Ministry of Public Service and Administration so as to make it possible that we can have 24-hour service in law enforcement. In that way, we could then be able to have them available around the clock and also increase our numbers. Right now, we've got less than 20,000 law enforcement officers with a vehicle population of over 11 million. And that is where the problem lies. We have these people that you know, like human beings, they do get stressed, they do get sick, they do get uh, compassionate leaves and all those. So at any given stage, we're not having the full quota of, of traffic law enforcement officers. But also we've got a big problem of corruption within the system itself. So we are saying even some of them are involved in the taxi problems that we have. We know that there are law enforcement officers that are taxi operators. And we believe, working together with Santaco and others, we can be able to do an audit and verification and clean up the taxi industry from people who are public servants 
and law enforcement officers who are operating in this particular space. Minister? And therefore creating an environment where there's lawlessness on this particular sector or industry. Minister, thank you very much for your time. Transport Minister Dipo Peters, well, you've heard what she's had to say. What is your comment? 3-